You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone is staying safe. So today's real crime story is about 42-year-old Becky Sue McDonald of Mount Pleasant, Michigan. She gets pregnant in the 10th grade and falls in love with Jim McDonald. And they have three kids. Suddenly, her brother drowns in a river. And her grief put a strain on her marriage. In 1993, her husband Jim files for divorce. She tries to recover from her addiction and starts going to a support group. And there she meets 44-year-old Gordon Schultz. She moves in with him. And then her personality starts to change. Five years after she meets Gordon... Becky decides to leave him. The morning of November 11, 2005, Becky runs errands with her uncle and never returned. The following morning, Becky's oldest daughter calls her, but she does not answer. Becky's friend tells the police to talk to her ex-boyfriend, Gordon. She tells the police that she recently left him because he was abusive. The police find there's no activity in Becky's bank account. The police aren't sure if she fled to get away from Gordon or if Gordon has hurt her. About four months after they started dating, she was hiding bruises. February 2004, Becky and Gordon have another fight, and he beat her. Becky presses charges. The following year, Becky went to the police after a fight. She presses charges and is granted an order of protection. October 27, 2005, Becky gives a pre-trial testimony. The next day, Gordon is arrested. Gordon's father bails him out of jail. Eight days later, Becky goes missing. Weeks before Becky was set to testify, The police get a hold of Becky's phone records. Becky receives a call at 7.51 p.m. on November 11th, and it lasted about a minute and a half. A police officer was sitting in the parking lot and saw a guy using the payphone. They called in the plate number, and it belonged to Gordon Schultz. It proves that Gordon had contact with Becky the day she disappeared. But that's not what he tells police. Have you heard or seen from her? Have you talked to her? She called you or anything? After the detective leaves, Gordon tries to run. He gets arrested for reckless driving. The police get a search warrant for Gordon's house. And they set up surveillance on his property. He was locked up because of the testimony Becky made. He indicated to a cellmate that he had something to do with Becky's disappearance. Gordon wanted to hire somebody to kill Becky's oldest daughter, Terry. His cellmate tells Gordon he knows somebody who can help her disappear. Gordon sends him a letter with her picture. 
the hitman goes to talk to Gordon at the jail and offers to move Becky's body. It turns out he isn't really a hitman. He's a detective with the Michigan State Police. And four days later, he goes back to see Gordon in jail. Gordon tells him where he buried her. January 2008, Gordon is convicted of first-degree murder and is sentenced to life in prison. He thought he committed the perfect crime. But doesn't he know that there's cameras in jail and that they record conversations in jail? All right, thank you so much for joining me on this week's true crime story. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, that's crystal with a K, for some murder merch. Start killing it with Crystal Kiss murder merch. Join me again next time on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.